What a week in wrestling entertainment, or just wrestling, whatever you want to call it. But you are now listening to the Foreign Object Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, the New Age Riddle, alongside my co-host, Walk with Geo. And welcome back. We got a lot to talk about. Um, this might there's, be our first uh, two-hour episode. There's a lot to talk about, and there's a lot we can't talk about. And a lot that we <laughs> wish we knew that we could talk about. Right. Um, Where do we start? Big news. Big, big news. Um, Around contracts. Um, yeah, a few guys. A few good brothers. A few good brothers. Not the good not brothers. The good brothers. Oh, no. No, no, no. They're going to be sticking around, hopefully, unless more stuff comes in. Yeah. Uh, Hideo Tommy. Kenta, also known as Kenta. Uh, asked for his release. I thought he was granted his release, but you uh, told me no, this no, no, morning no. They that have that's yet not the case. to grant his release, but um, he has asked for it. He changed his Twitter name to Kenta, which you know Do doesn't you think... really mean much. But he tweeted thank you, and a lot of the guys and girls on the roster are responding to that, thanking him. Yeah. Do you think uh, they will grant him his release? Um, I'd want to say yes. I mean, if they don't, what what are they going to do? They're not going to use him, probably. He'll probably... Yeah. Or he just won't show up. I don't know. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, man. I think they definitely dropped the ball with Hideo. Big time. One of the names that I was really excited for. Um. Yeah, it was... Um. He was one of NXT's... Kind of first big signings, you know, is Kevin Steen. Yep. Sami Zayn. Yep. Um, Kenta. And there's a lot of hype around him when he first uh, showed up to NXT. But even in NXT, they didn't uh, do much with that. Yeah. And a lot has to do with his um, injuries, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. That. He's and then... been a while out on injury. Yeah. So I think with that, a lot of time being sidelined and then now being in 205 live kind of uh i don't know when you at first after the signing and even a few years after his signing and then even when he returned from injury you're like excited but then when he's at when he's in 205 live i'm not someone that watches 205 live so it's just he kind of just disappeared essentially Um, to the yeah essentially a lot of of viewers yeah he fell back to the back of the line of, you know, um, who our eyes were on. Yeah. Um, it has a lot to do with, like you said, his injury being moved to 205, I think. And just, he's been in the company for a while already. Um, yeah. I want to say maybe four years, maybe. And in those four years, other names have showed up. So people put their attention on that more. Yeah. And, you know, the guy who's already been here for four years, but yeah. A lot of people are saying his character... And not being able to cut a promo because the language barrier, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I think there's that's not much of an excuse. I think it's the company not pushing them enough or putting them in the position. Because, I mean, you sure. you take Asuka, for example. She's yeah. over. She's, She's getting pushed. Right. She's the current SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, so, I don't think that's much of an excuse, but... Um, excited to see where he, 
uh, goes in his career from from here on out. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. If it's true, of course. And yeah. If they grant his release. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then another name that not released but won't be re-signing in April, Dean Ambrose. Right. Big um, name. Yeah, I found this very odd and interesting and kind of, I don't know, kind of weird, kind of strange. Yep. Um, because WWE themselves released a statement yeah. saying that, that uh, Dean Ambrose would not be re-signing. And we really never get too much news from WWE themselves about signings, about contracts. The thing is, we're three months away from when they say the contract is supposed to be up and why they're announcing it or uh, addressing it is kind of weird. Um, Yeah, I find it weird that they're addressing it because they never really talk about contracts and signings and re-signings and whatnot ever on TV or on their website. Usually it's just, oh, uh, so-and-so has been released, wish them the best or you know something along those lines. The only other time I can think of that they did this um, was back when CM Punk was not going to resign. And it was kind of part of the storyline. So it kind of has me questioning and wondering whether this is, you know, shoot or if this is just part of the storyline. Well, yeah, even Monday Night Raw, he had a match with Seth Rollins. And at the end of the match, he's, he we, we cut to commercial, come back from commercial, and he's in the ring uh, sitting on a steel chair. And he's like about to say something, cut a promo almost maybe. We don't really know because he was cut off. Um, but you do hear him say like, all right, quiet down. Cause I'm about to open up and yeah, I don't he's really like, don't do be that. a jerk to me right now. I'm trying to open up to you guys. Yeah. And it was interrupted because Nia Jax comes out. Um, so who knows if this is storyline? Yeah, I don't, or I if don't it's know. like they got scared he was going to say something. So they sent Nia Jax out, but then also in the weeks before they've been doing this thing where, the competitors haven't left yet, and the next people right. that are going to either cut a promo, in-ring promo, or compete in the next match come out before the last people even left. Right. It's, it's strange. Um, I guess the only thing in the Nia Jax or that promo situation that I would say is makes it not a work is that they were playing his music when we got back from the commercial. I don't think if someone was holding the ring hostage and was about to say something on the mic you know i don't think they would play his music yeah but hmm, that's interesting too i don't know it's just really weird i think um right now in this exact moment in time in wrestling it's kind of hard to tell what's a work what's a shoot who's leaving who's staying yeah um especially now with aew in yeah. the picture now um one thing i will mention is that a lot of people are saying that he will probably sign to AEW. Um, I think that's the go-to for everybody to say. Uh, a lot of you people, know, yeah. if some, if anybody, you know, is I would, up in the air with their. Contracts. But also, he's had a um, interview or podcast episode with Chris Jericho, I believe, is what I read. And the thing is that he said if he were to ever leave the WWE, he would do one last death match and then ride oh, into God. the sunset. Um, that's a very Dean Ambrose answer. 
Um, and that's what I was thinking before I had heard that. I was like, maybe he won't even wrestle anymore. Because the thing is, he just returned from uh, being out on injury. Maybe right. he was like, you know what? The wrestling thing is just taking a toll on my body. I'm going to focus on health now. Because he came back in a much different shape than he was before. Right. Maybe he's just like, I just want to chill out in Nevada and just maybe run the um, mountains and just I definitely, I, I definitely read something that said that he lives a very basic, essential lifestyle. And at this point, for how long he's been working in the WWE, he could very well live the rest of his life without having to wrestle ever again. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, there's this weird go-to right now where if anybody even thinks about not re-signing to anywhere that they might work. Um, every There's a wrestling fans everywhere. And, oh, they're going to sign to AEW. Yeah. I, I think we have to all get out of that mindset because someone, someone like Dean Ambrose, I don't think is someone that Cody Rhodes and the Bucks are looking to have on their show, at least not now. Uh-huh. Um, and we don't even know if Dean Ambrose would want to do that anyways. Yeah. And there's the tweet that Jericho sent out after the Rumble, the Royal right. Rumble, that said... Um, he tweeted at Ring of Honor, TNA, and um, WWE and saying, we're only interested in about six to eight of your guys combined. Right. Um, we don't and I you. feel like Dean Ambrose wouldn't be one of them. Yeah, no. I, I think if I was predicting, uh, two of those people from WWE might be uh, the Good Brothers. Okay. Maybe Finn Balor. Okay. And then you got like another how many? That was three, four, five, six, seven. You got another five people uh, um, to choose from from the other promotions. Yeah, I, so if that's the case. I would predict if that's true. If because I mean Jericho talks out of his ass a lot. Yeah, with all due respect. Um, but if that was the case and that was real, I I would say maybe one person that they're looking at from the WWE, WWE, and that's it. Really? Yeah. You don't think they look at the Good Brothers and say, hey, those um, guys were doing way better in Japan. They're being I, underappreciated. I think they definitely, I think there's a bunch of people in the WWE that they look at and think that, but I think there's only one person that they would actually want to sign. Who? AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Hmm. Um, and just because, I don't know, he'd be, I think he'd be a big draw because of his name i think he has a bigger name yeah of course don't kill me but here we could all don't kill me book, here but... i think he has a bigger name than finn balor in yeah, the sense but... of having to start up a new company but all right so if i'm AEW, i'm looking at it i'm looking at it as a perspective of we want aj styles but it's not going to be easy to get aj styles because he's actually getting a push he's right. actually yeah, in the right. main title picture I don't think AJ Styles, me, if I'm from the perspective of AEW, uh-huh. I'd be like, I don't think he want, he would want to leave that and then come to a startup company. But Finn Balor yeah. over here, we know his worth. He knows his worth. He's not getting a push. We want him. That's going to be the easier grab. Right. Same thing with, um, the, good with the Good Brothers. Okay. It's like, we have the Bucks. We need to have a tag team division. Those guys did great in japan they did a lot better in japan than what they're doing right now let's go grab them 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still think, whoever it is, I think they're probably only looking at one guy from WWE. Hmm. Alright, fair enough. Um, outside of the ring, is that all we got? Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something I wanted to say. Um, but I think I, I could probably sprinkle it in somewhere where, where it'll make sense. Alright, speaking of AEW, those a post on Twitter... Um, so these last few weeks or yeah since aew made their announcement there's been talk about people forcing or the wwe forcing people to either leave the building or remove their aew shirts at wwe events and it's all been hearsay it's all been just word of mouth uh but this weekend at the royal rumble we actually saw a video on twitter where um wwe Production made a guy take off his AEW shirt, and a lot of people are mad. Uh, a lot of people are mad, but I think there are some that share the same perspective as me. I, I kind of went up against someone on Twitter, as lame as that sounds about it. Okay. Um, basically, the thing is, people think it's shitty that the WWE is forcing people to remove their AEW shirts, and they should wear whatever they want to, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think that's the case, though. I don't think they should be able to wear AEW shirts. I think if you or if you're a believer in fans being able to wear whatever they want, then shouldn't WWE as a company, as a business, be allowed to remove any shirts that they want from their audience, especially if they're front row? Yeah. A lot of argument against this guy on Twitter who was forced to remove his shirt was that he was just trying to cause a scene because he did have a shirt under his AEW shirt. Yeah. Um. So people are saying that he knew that it would get out in a reaction, and that's why he already had a shirt under. Um. But yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you're the WWE, you don't want uh, another person promoting a different company. Right, and a lot of people are like, uh, oh. "Lucha Underground does it." Right, WWE. Everybody's even... saying WWE is afraid of AEW. Blah blah blah. But they're. You don't want to give a potential competitor free promo. Yeah. You just don't want to do that. That's fine. And I think what a lot of people don't know is they're bitching about this, but Lucha Underground, we've been, they explicitly say they don't want any shirts to have WWE or WWE it's superstars. It's not even WWE. You can't wear a you shirt, can't that, wear has a shirt that has a Nike logo, logo on the front. Anything. A sports it, jersey. You can't wear anything. You either wear Lucha Underground merch or right. a plain shirt. Right. That has no logos on it. And, of course, I said to someone on Twitter, because that's not WWE, nobody cares. Yeah. But if WWE started to say, oh, well, you can't wear anything that's not either a plain t-shirt or WWE merch to our events, everybody would start complaining. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um. So, yeah. Stop wearing AEW shirts to yeah, WWE just, events. I, I don't... Sure, wear whatever the hell you want. But why... I don't understand why you would attend a WWE show yeah. with a shirt that isn't a WWE shirt. Yeah. I don't understand that. Unless it's like, you know, I don't know, a, like a free agent wrestler who's just kind of out there doing his thing. Like yeah. Cody Ibushi. Sure, wear a Cody Ibushi shirt to the WWE. Yeah. Wear a Bullet Club shirt if you really want to to the WWE because there's former Bullet Club members in the WWE. Yeah. That but makes sense. why would you roll up to a WWE event 
wearing a different promotion shirt. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense to me. They just they just want to trigger people most. Yeah, time, I, I, I just think. it I think or, it just comes down to wanting attention. Yeah, it's they think it's gonna be funny or they look at it as trolling and they're like ha, i'm uh, gonna wear my aew shirt wwe, WWE fears today. aew yeah. <laughs> why are you even there right is right. the thing like you if you've aligned yourself with someone <laughs> and then you want to <laughs> talk bad about the other person why are you at the event of the other person's right um but yeah it doesn't we, make sense yeah um but yeah now on to the royal rumble the royal rumble event I We're not this... even going to talk about NXT because the Royal Rumble event was way better. Way better. Way better. 100%. NXT. Anybody that says otherwise are just biased against the just main roster. Chill. <laughs> They're just... Um, I think this was the best pay-per-view in the last... Of the like, year? Well, yeah, of course, of the year. It's the, the only, only one. one. <laughs> but of the last, like, I don't know, six months maybe? Yeah, maybe. I think it was the best Royal Rumble in a while. Both match and pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, I'd agree... Uh yeah, I'd agree. Um let's start with uh my favorite match on the card. Uh Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey. Um yeah, this was Ronda Rousey's best match 100%. Yeah, and I said that last week and on you the did podcast say that. that this will be Ronda Rousey's best match. Uh and it it showed but there's st- All right. So I'm like up and down with uh ronda rousey okay and what way in the way that she had a great match on sunday and a not so good match on monday um yeah i agree and i don't think any of it has to do with their opponent or her opponent i think they pick and choose the importance of her matches she's had better matches and pay-per-views than on Monday Night Raws. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the time that they put behind each match. They definitely spend more time with her explaining this is what's going to happen or even rehearsing. I don't think they rehearse matches, honestly. But there's something about putting more effort and time into her pay-per-view matches than her Monday Night Raw matches. And it shows. Yeah. Because um, if she was as good as... I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler, but if she was as good as she showed that she was on Sunday... She should have been able to have a match with Bailey, and had a you know had a pretty good match. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I didn't really think about it. Maybe being the company spending time with her building the match. I was, and maybe this just makes me out to be a Ronda Rousey hater, but I was kind of thinking of it as maybe she picks and chooses which matches she really cares about. Because I think with Natalia on Raw, she had a great match. Yeah, but I mean, if it's true what they say, she was former training partner, so she's comfortable right, with her. Right. Okay. And I think Natalia's um experienced enough to carry a match, no yeah. matter who it is in there. Um But then that also goes against the argument that her match with Mickey James was terrible. Right. Mickey, Mickey has James the experience. Is a veteran. Yeah. But then they also don't have the chemistry of and that, training. That's kind of why to me it seemed more like it was Rhonda, maybe, that, you know, puts more effort here and there where she wants to? No, I don't think so. It shows that she wants to be in the WWE and wants to uh, uh, put effort into it. 
I don't see no. I, I don't see a reason why she wouldn't work for Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Put effort right. into a match yeah, with yeah. Bailey. She's on the same caliber as Sasha. Yeah. And if she disagrees, then I don't think she belongs in in the business. Okay. But, um, I think that's what it is that they put more effort into running matches through her when it's on a big event scale. Okay. Because that match was amazing. Um, um yeah. They really and did a great Sasha match. didn't carry it. I I, I don't oh, think no. anybody was saying that she was carrying it, but no, it that was, was a, a really well paced, right, really well both, balanced on match. Both sides, yeah. yeah. It was really good. Um, um they also led you to believe that Sasha would have taken it. And I Yeah, there was a lot of moments where you thought, oh, Sasha's going to win this. Make her tap Without out. Adapt, she's going to make her tap Using out. Using the um, arm accessory that, I don't know what that's called. Band? Arm band? I don't know. Yeah, to try to get her to tap out. Um, and I really liked um, Ronda Rousey getting the win by pinfall. Yeah, um, first time on a pay-per-view? First time in general, maybe? Um, I think this no. might be the first time she ever won by pinfall. I'm not sure. I'm which, not 100% sure on that. Which I like because I think the more, and she should have gotten a pinfall win over Bailey on Raw, but the more pinfall victories I think that she gets, the more the arm bar, the more it makes the arm bar seem special or seem, you know, like a finishing move. Yeah. One thing I did... Also, I don't know if you if you've seen it or if many people seen it. WWE exclusive pay per view backstage, um, where the interviewer, what's her name? Uh, she does she. She's on SmackDown. I don't know her name. I don't know her name, but she asked. She they acknowledged that she got the pinfall win, and they asked her why she went for that instead of the armbar, and in very sport like fashion. Uh, especially in mixed martial arts and any combat sport. Uh, Ronda acknowledged that more people are going to be expecting the armbar and training to get out of it, which we did see Sasha do. Right. And she had to change the game plan. And I like that she said that and they acknowledged it in that interview. Um, yeah. Because it brings that real sports factor into uh, the WWE, just like Fox wants them to. Right. Um, yeah, and I think Sasha was kind of the first person to really go into that, into the armbar thing. I don't know if you saw the clips of her training in the Performance Center, but whole focus is submissions, how to get out of submissions, how to work the arm. And I think she brought all of that into this match. Yeah, yeah it was really good. Um, and then she gets the pinfall victory and little show of respect again. Mm-hmm. Sasha gets ready to leave, but before she leaves, she comes back once again. And a little sign of disrespect, maybe? Putting up the sign of the four horsewoman? Yeah. Maybe teasing a future... Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing a future horsewoman versus horsewoman match. Good storytelling. Good storytelling. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. It's definitely showing that this is not the last time we will see Sasha and Ronda in a ring together. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully not. And up until now, we've seen um, Ronda Rousey face three of the four horsewomen. She has. There's uh, one After left. Monday, she's faced 
three out of the four, and we won't get the fourth until WrestleMania. Yeah, but yeah. Let's go boring through a rumble before we start talking about that. Um, one match, man. I don't know what it is. Uh, AJ Styles is not cutting um, it. For me yeah, it was a very disappointing match. I think a lot of people found it disappointing this time around. You think so? Yeah. I don't know if it's AJ Styles or uh, Daniel Bryan that's making this um i don't know happen. either because the last few of aj's feuds he's had more lackluster matches than he has had yeah. good matches and what is up with and i called it at the beginning of the match i said this match is going to end in a schmoz yeah <laughs> just like the last 50 <laughs> matches that yeah uh, aj has AJ had aj can't get a clean match at all whether he loses or wins yeah it's it's pretty terrible um and it happens for some weird reason eric rowan now just known yeah. as rowan yeah i think everybody was caught off guard by that like, uh, what? but everybody kind of went to the obvious guys with beards <laughs> yeah um some I people just, pulling back memories of the wide family. Yeah, I just don't believe that Eric Rowan would wear any of that clothing <laughs> in public. It's just a normal people clothing. Yeah. And then he doesn't look right with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know how I felt about it at Royal Rumble. Now I feel a little more like, okay, I, I kind of get it a little bit. Um, I still don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I think they just... I don't know, what an enforcer for Daniel Bryan. He doesn't need one. No. I think they're just going to make him like the JBL type champion where he's just a coward. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I don't care for anything going on right now with that storyline with um the main title on SmackDown. Right. For the most part. Um Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. Match that wasn't rough. I think maybe my favorite match on the card? Oscar versus Becky. Yeah. It was it was good. And started the night the night right. It started the night right. It really started. Set the, the tone pace. for set the, the tone. rest of the night. Yeah. For sure. Um I mean really good match between them. They should have just made it a submission match because it ended in submission anyways. Yeah. Was the last time we've seen a submission, but um, to my surprise, Oscar uh, actually got the win and retained her title. Yeah, I was surprised as well. Um, I think I, we might have been the only people <laughs> who were surprised. <laughs> I think everybody else probably expected that to happen. Um, but she got it. Like I don't even know how to explain the Oscar lock into the. I don't, I don't know. know. It was impressive because yeah. I know for like three minutes I was probably yelling, "What was that?" Yeah. So it's pretty impressive. I don't think now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wasn't surprised. I was more relieved. I was like, ah, "Okay, okay." I was like, "Cause you know, sometimes WWE will get out of hand and like give Oscar the moment of being the champ and then just take it away." Right. Right. Um, we've seen it happen many of yeah, times. Yeah, but I mean, I said it. Royal Rumble night. Os- Champion Oscar is a different breed of Oscar. She's yeah, a different person. I agree. She's a different person when she has the title. 
Um, I think that shows in her wrestling, and I hope it shows uh, way past WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, someone else who is very different with the title, Brock Lesnar. I, uh, I don't. I was sad. I know a lot of people will probably like the match. I didn't really like the match. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I enjoyed it until... So, they've been doing a really good job with Brock Lesnar matches as of late. Um, Daniel Bryan had a great match with him. AJ Styles had a great match with him. Um, And that's all I could think of right now. (laughs) (laughs) And Finn Balor. And Finn Balor. Um. They, they do a great job of making it seem like the little guy is going to get the win, and then they don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was... I don't know. I, I, I don't care who it is. I'm done seeing Brock Lesnar just toss someone around and then maybe get his ass kicked for five minutes just to win. You know, I'm t- I don't care who it is that's up against him. I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah, someone pointed out that Brock Lesnar literally did nothing in that match, <laughs> other than sell. Like he, yeah, he probably got know. two or three offensive moves in. I guess the only, the only good thing from that match, I suppose, is the realistic aspect of him running his abdomen into the table, which is something that you know is caused from when he was sick and yeah. is a legitimate like weakness against him. Yeah. Uh, and then them kind of going back and forth with the, with that, um, yeah, and him selling it. I mean, I, it just looked like he that, was a dick first, but yeah, that was probably the first time where you legitimately thought that someone found his weakness, right? That was the only time where like, okay, he's actually hurt, not actually, because you know, right? But but you know, K-Fabe, K-Fabe. he's actually hurt. There's a chance Finn Balor is gonna win. Right, and they kind of give you that thought because Finn Balor's finish, you know, from the top rope. Yeah. Pretty gras. You think he's going to hit it? You think and he's going to win? And it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Surprising, though, was that Brock won this via submission. Yeah. Kind of the opposite from the Ronda Rousey situation. We've seen Brock win from submission before, but for really, I think, a long time, it's only been pinfall after yeah. F5s. Um, yeah. And attacking Finn Balor. After the match, he hasn't done that before. Um, after a match, and just attack somebody, it kind of shows that Finn Balor got got the best of him. Yeah, yeah, I think um, the Beast realized that Finn he, Balor yeah. was a challenge. Yeah, and that maybe he needs to start, you know, or stop underestimating some of these guys based on the size. Yeah, I'm really interested in seeing who will take the title from. Him and yeah. Well, I'll tell you who takes the title. Okay, let's get into these rumble matches. Let's start with the women's rumble. Okay, I it's the best women's rumble match ever. <laughs> yeah, one surprise I think it was way better than last year. One big surprise about or not surprise was there was no surprises. Was that there was no surprises in um, either of the rumble yeah, matches? A lot of people were complaining on Twitter about that, mostly towards the women's rumble match saying like, yeah. oh there's so many women that paved the way for this to happen blah blah, blah. they should yeah, we saw they that, last that last year though year. exactly if they did it again you'd bring the same exact women that did it last right year. 
Um, I like that this year it was mainly main roster women yeah. and a few NXT and NXT UK yeah. ladies. Um, I I like that there was no legends involved. I guess. Yeah, except for Hornswoggle. Except for Hornswoggle. Well, he wasn't a entrance, but he was involved. Yeah, he was involved. Um, but yeah, I like this Rumble so much more than the last one. Um, they kind of. I sounded a little Irish there. They <laughs> speaking of Hornswoggle, <laughs> they kind of uh, stayed away from what I was saying was one of the things I didn't like about the last Rumble was that they were rolling out constantly. Yeah. Basically, always stayed in the ring. Yeah. Um. Of course, Naomi going with the Kofi Kingston like ability to stay in the Rumble. Yeah. Um. Casey, whatever her last name is, also showed a little bit of athleticism. Yeah, of hers course, was very because, impressive. Yeah, but of course, because she's American Ninja Warrior, of course she's gonna pull something yeah. crazy out. Um. Yeah. I mean, I really like the match. I think the big thing was, um, what, what number was it? Like 20, 27? Yeah, somewhere around there. 27, Lana is Lana's number, but earlier in the night, she took a, not a bump, but she fell off the apron during the Rusev-Shinsuke match. Yeah. the Perenko couldn't compete. She kind of stays there while other women are coming out. Yeah. And then the man comes out. And there's a conspiracy here, because mm-hmm. I don't know who made Fit Finley the boss, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a conspiracy. There's no coincidence that an Irishman would allow an Irish woman to enter a rumble that she was not supposed to enter. Yeah. I mean, but who's complaining? Me. I just did. <laughs> uh, she answers the rumble last two with Charlotte, and I th- honestly, for a second, I was scared that... Charlotte was gonna yeah, win. Yeah, I think the upset would have been so big. Oh man! If yeah, Charlotte would have won the Rumble match, Arizona would still be booing as like right now <laughs> if that happened. Arizona would be the new Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Talk about almost getting stabbed on a baseball field. I'm sure Ric Flair has a story about that. Yeah. Charlotte would have one too if she had won. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Becky got the win. The man. Despite losing her women's title match, won the women's Royal Rumble match. Yeah. And there were some people complaining. There was. Which, it's pretty annoying, man. Like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> people are like, oh, it's yeah. so expected. It's so it's so and uh, predictable. Just shut up. Who cares? That, that argument was used for both Royal Rumbles and talking about oh it should have gone to someone who you know needed it should we talk about people who have won the rumble already made stars at the time Shawn michaels yeah. already made star bret hart yeah. already a made star yeah. stone cold steve austin three times three times was already a made star yeah that's just like a few that's just you want somebody to number. win you want somebody win to <sighs> shit you're so angry you can't even get the word if out. you want somebody to win something that hasn't had the opportunity and isn't a star yet, go watch Money in the Bank. <laughs> this is the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You gotta be better than thirty other people, twenty nine other people. Right. Someone like Zack Ryder is not gonna do that. Right. It's always been people who are already big stars. Edge. Yeah. You have to be someone that's able to beat twenty nine other people. Yeah. Or 
And someone like Mustafa Ali. This isn't the fucking uh, Worlds Collide tournament. (laughs) Thank God. This isn't the Cruiserweight Classic. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people were complaining about both Rumbles. Oh, it should have gone to someone. I I even saw someone complaining about Ronda. I mean, not Ronda. Becky saying that the way she's being treated booking-wise is the same way that Roman Reigns was being treated. Ass. That's a fucking lie. And I quote retweeted and said, if you actually think this, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, because stupid. you can tell the difference between... All right, for people that feel like Roman was pushed down our throats, at least there was a whole arena to agree with that. Right. The whole arena was popping for Becky yeah. Lynch. There's no... Now... Remember, like, a few months ago when people were like, oh, she's the Stone Cold of the current? Yeah. Now she's the Stone Cold of the current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now she is. Three months ago or two months ago, she wasn't there yet. But I see how people could make that that um, comparison. But, yeah, no. People are just, their heads are so far up their asses right now that... That they can see what Eric Bischoff had for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah, um... It's just ridiculous that, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but Becky's red hot right now. Yeah. Straight fire. She deserved the rumble, 100%. Yeah. No, there's no way that people could say she didn't deserve it. Right. Who are you, Sam Roberts? (laughs) Oh, man. The men's rumble. I like the men's rumble. Yeah. Also. Very good. Uh, very good. Probably. It started off terribly, It though. did start off terribly. If, if I could count how many times Jeff Jarrett was put in a wrestling ring and I was disgusted, <laughs> I'd lose count. That guy, yeah. I never want to see him, especially without a freaking shirt. Yeah, no, that was terrible. I never want to see him in a wrestling ring again. Yeah, that made me question whether or not they are still PG, because children that, should not see that. That made me question whether or not Vince McMahon has morals. <laughs> he doesn't. Jeff Jarrett, actually, he was also on Raw. Both times, Royal Rumble and Raw was to kind of work with Elias. Elias eliminating him within seconds. Yeah. yeah, But it's really satisfying seeing him get hit with Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Guitar. Um, but I am afraid to tell you that this might be not be the last time you see him because he's actually been signed to the WWE as a producer. You're fucking lying. I swear to you. Him and Hurricane. I'm okay with Hurricane, <laughs> but Jeff Jarrett, there's... That's J-E-double-F, J-A-double-R-E-double-T, that's double J, Jeff Jarrett, signed to the WWE. As a producer. That is terrible. Yeah. That was only that a surprise, though. From is terrible. <laughs> That's the worst decision we've made as the authority so far. You know, and they keep having oh, him come man. out and sing his song that I don't know who the hell likes, but they keep yeah. doing it. They did it at the um, the Hall of Fame. That right. they, they did it on Monday Night Raw. With the road dog. They don't even know the lyrics. They Why do they the keep lyrics. doing it? What's wrong with Vince? It's like he's ribbing them in their face. I think he is. I think he's getting back to Je- at, at Jeff Jarrett for trying to compete with him. I can see the TNA days. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's the only person, and he's the only person that can compete with Vince 
And Vince will still put him on television at the time. He um, let Jeff Jarrett defend the uh, yeah. NWA title on Monday Night Raw in the 90s. Why? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's Jeff Jarrett's time. happy ass comes in here like, oh, I'm putting myself over. Like I was <laughs> I'd rather them sign Vince Russo again. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I know you don't like Jeff Jarrett. I know this. Yeah. I know there's a okay. strong dislike for Jeff Jarrett. But there's no one as bad as Vince Russo. How, how do you think? Uh, how do you think Kurt Angle feels about Jeff Jarrett being signed as a producer? Um, probably I, very. I, I won't be surprised now. Now that you mentioned it, that it was Jeff Jarrett's idea to put Kurt Angle against Baron Corbin. Oh, it probably was. I hate it. You know, only white people <laughs> would. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no, you just have to. You have to say it now. Okay. Only white people would allow someone to steal your wife. And be cool with it. Kurt Angle. Oh, That's God. your American hero there. That's your American hero. Um, But I mean. Anyways, that was the only... I mean, if you want to count Kurt Angle, I wouldn't count Kurt Angle just because he was on no, Raw he's as a wrestler. Talent now. But Jeff Jarrett was the only surprise entrant of a... I don't want to call him a legend. Former wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Hall, um, we could go for Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Facts, yeah, but... Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Other than that, big surprise, no Sami Zayn, no Kevin Owens. No Sami Zayn, no Kevin Owens. No EC3. No Ethan Carter the third. Which is surprising because we know he's going to be main rostered. Well, it was just because, you know, you either put Jeff Jarrett in or EC3. You can't put them both in or else it's just too much TNA. Or, or else. Oh, uh, you got TNA in my WWE. Or, gross. Or else Dixie Carter has <laughs> to get royalties. Yeah. If Jeff Jarrett, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, and EC3 are all in the same match. Then, yeah. then Dixie Carter. Oh, isn't what's his name getting signed? Um, Mankind. TNA's oh, Mankind. Abyss. Um, yeah. yeah, so that they could go back to Saudi to tell them it's Mankind. Oh, alright. <clears throat> supposedly he he's supposedly signing. Yeah. Interesting. Which is a shock to the wrestling world because that was one of the guys that a lot of people thought would finish his career in TNA because he was so loyal. Loyalty yeah. means nothing when you can in get the a wrestling paycheck business. from Vince McMahon. Yeah, in the wrestling business, it means nothing. Yeah. Sting is the ultimate example of that. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyways, the Men's Royal Rumble was great. Lots of great uh, surprises from NXT. Yeah. John Gargano, it's it's a Black. It's a great Rumble match when Randy Orton doesn't win it. It's a great Rumble <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, For some reason, yeah, at right. in, in some point of the match, I was about to say Triple H is going to enter the Rumble. But then... Yeah, I think it was like after 25, I think you said that. Oh, I don't remember saying it out loud, but... No, you did. Yeah. Oh. Because it'd be really interesting if he put himself in the Rumble match, challenged Brock Lesnar, because he's the only person in recent history that has beat him um, and knows his weakness. And it's a stairs. Yeah, it's a stairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, one person who will not be going to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar is uh, R-Truth because he never made it to the match. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think my favorite part of the Rumble, maybe. And that, and I like R-Truth. And I would have liked to see him get <laughs> into the Rumble and... Do his thing. Do his thing. Because he's, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, he's really good. But even better than R-Truth is him getting attacked by Nia Jax. <laughs> yeah, 
Nia Jax attacks him and she enters she the history. Men's Royal Rumble. First first woman to enter the women's and men's Royal Rumble in the same night and to eliminate opponents in the men's and yeah. women's Royal Rumble in one night. So shout out to Nia. What a shout moment. Shout out to Nia, yeah. Um You know what's really funny? The hot the funniest hot take I saw on Twitter after that. Go for it. People were saying that that was her punishment for injuring Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah, we're going to punish you. you. Let's put you in the ring with some of the top guys in our company. With legends in the wrestling business. Let's put you in the ring with Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton, <laughs> the son of uh, Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. What a punishment. <laughs> and punish you. It will hurt your career forever. Oh my gosh, yeah. No um, one will ever... The little girls will never look at you as a hero. So so funny. It's people. Just... <sighs> I thought Jeff Jarrett was an idiot, <laughs> but um, I don't know what the hate for that I is. That but made me want to go buy like thirty Gillette razors after. <laughs> oh, There's so man. much toxic masculinity going on in wrestling. Um. Internet. And then there's yeah, so much uh, woman empowerment going on as well. It's just like a melting pot. Yeah, it's like of fucking opinions in the wrestling community. It's the irresistible force, woman empowerment, meaning the immovable object, which is toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and let's hope it is movable at some point. Um, but Jax, yeah, incredible in the men's rumble. Let's point out she blocked a RKO to start with. She blocked an RKO. She eliminated Your favorite Mustafa wrestler Ali. could never. Your favorite wrestler could never. She eliminates... And it was out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was definitely out of nowhere. And she blocked it. She eliminates Mustafa. She yeah. blocks the 619 from Ray to Randy, which yeah. worked against her. But what do you think about the people who are saying that this only is a bad example for little kids fuck them <laughs> little kids were RKO- RKOing their sister anyway so who gives a fuck yeah. you get what I'm saying when, when I was a kid we yeah, used yeah. to wrestle with girls all the time right so I mean yeah. it's not gonna make a difference yeah um, breaking barriers Jax's. A lot of people my, saying... my biggest hope out of all that was intergender wrestling. Right. I've and been I think that saying was the, that was the for, buzz. Yeah. Maybe that whole night after that. Yeah. Um and men just was like, no, it's okay. Men to were hit women. like I, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's people who want to be woke and are like, no, this is making a bad example. You don't wanna you know say that or give the wrong idea that this is okay call me a bad person but it is okay because it's because it's fake no well yeah that but it's also a competitor willingly putting herself in a match against other competitors yeah and it's fake and it's fake not Um, only that something that i think it's so stupid that people are like oh randy orton's such a savage he did an rko to a woman We've seen it before. Sit your ass down and watch the show for what it is. This is bigger than just hitting a woman with RKO or hitting a woman with the 619. It's saying that 
we can get two people of opposite genders to have a match against each other that potentially could be amazing. Yeah. Right. That's all it is. And it's, it, I, I would even go along saying it's not even about gender equality. We just want matches of two different genders. <laughs> to that, like, um, I'm marking out. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. it could be gender equality. Okay? It definitely that could is, be yeah. part of the picture. Right. But it's bigger me, than that. Yeah. It's about putting a man and a woman in a wrestling match together and have a good match. Like, so that we're not stuck having boring matches that's just Randy Orton against John Cena, Jeff Hardy for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Randy Orton against Nia Jax. Yeah. After this, especially. I mean, who? Yeah. It's guessed? a breath of fresh air. Like, it's just new. It's. I'd love to see Rey Mysterio against Sasha Banks. Oh, you know man, how good yeah. of a match that would be? Yeah, it would be really good. I'm drooling right now. And you know what? I think I think intergender wrestling could really benefit the women as far as yeah, crafting a match. Yeah. You know. You know, I don't know. Someone who was really of course defending this on Twitter was Joey Ryan. Oh, I mean, probably the king of intergender wrestling. He invented yeah. intergender. Wrestling oh, okay, matches. calm down. Not and sexual did. assault, but and sexual assault in wrestling, but not really because they willingly grab his dick. I guess, um, and he hasn't complained yet. And he hasn't complained yet. It's not a weakness um, of his. No, it's the strength. He was basically on Twitter that whole night after that, defending people and like, well, if you don't like women versus men in scripted matches, don't watch this. Don't watch this. Because yeah. we see that in movies and TV, you know, why is wrestling any different? And yeah, yeah it's true. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying the UFC should do it. Absolutely not. No, it's yeah, a yeah, real no. fighting. Absolutely. Right, 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 right. But this is wrestling. Like, come on now. The same people that are complaining about, oh, what do you want it? It's fake. Or the same people complaining about, why is a man and a woman fighting each other? Right, right, right. Like, just shut the fuck up. Go back to whatever you watch and let us watch some intergender wrestling. Yeah. I, I mean, another example of it was on Monday when Nia Jax hit uh, Dean Ambrose with a forearm. Right. So, I mean. Come on now. I think only good could come out of this, really. Yeah. For the wrestling world. Yeah. We've seen it. You know, on the indies, it happens all the time. Yeah. In Lucha Underground, we see it. There's... There's intergender I, tag teams that I, I think it's, have held titles together. I think it's people who are so hung up on the idea of why would a woman be able to beat a man that are against it. And so but because they're would... thinking, why should a woman be able to beat a man, they're also thinking... Well, they can't beat a man, so it's just going to be a man beating up a woman for 20 minutes, which is never the case. No. But then it's the same thing. Why would Finn Balor be able to beat Brock Lesnar? Right. It's the same. I don't know. If that's the case, let's make all matches um, be based on weight classes like Japan does. I mean, what would you prefer? Yeah. I don't know. Um,. It's just a step into the direction of intergender wrestling in the WWE. And then people are like, oh, well, then Brock Lesnar should enter the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Why would he do that? He's the champion, you idiot. (laughs) That was the stupidest 
response to that? It, I think if I had a they're dollar... missing the picture. They're basing it more on just the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's not about the Royal Rumble. Because right. we probably won't see that happen again. Right. Because the women have a separate Yeah. Rumble. But yeah. it's a perfect place to start that. You know, start painting yeah. the picture of intergender wrestling. Yeah. That's that's the best way to set that idea into people's minds. Not just having a woman attack a man backstage. Right. That would just not make sense. Right. Because then I think if it happens backstage, then it seems like, oh, they're sending a bad message. Yeah. But because it's Nia Jax entering a match that she already knows is full of men. Yeah. And she's like, hey, maybe I could enter the men's Royal Rumble for an opportunity to get the woman's title. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then someone's backstage like, oh, you want to enter a men's match? How about we put you in a match against Randy Orton? And then some cool shit happens. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, we saw it with China. China was... China had a match with Chris Jericho. China had the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Title which, other than her, has only been held by men. She almost had a shot for the World Championship at WrestleMania. That was something that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think I a know. big piece of it, too, is people just being mad at Nia Jax. Yeah, about yeah, the for sure. Incident. Yeah. And if you're still mad, mad about that... Then don't, um, watch, don't watch Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. I just said oh, what you just man. said, but in different terms. <clears throat> yeah. Um... But I guess, uh, oh, so Seth Rollins wins. Seth Rollins wins. <laughs> the Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, at this point, he's really, I think, accomplished almost everything in the WWE that yeah. one man could accomplish. I never knew how emotional of a guy he was. Except for the Universal title, yeah. And on Raw, in that opening segment, so much emotion, raw emotion put into that, 100% real. He even almost got Triple H to crack, which was I, which was real, because I mean you could tell in his facial expressions, even yeah. Triple H was about to tear up. Um, and he gives Seth Rollins a um, talk about someone being forced down your throat. Triple H? No, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Seth Rollins is not forced down our throats. No, no, not yet, because nobody has noticed because they because <laughs> they kind of like. Him. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So he he gives him the deadline. By the end of the night, he has to yeah. decide which champion. More importantly, he gives him the cosign, which he can easily. So a lot of people. Uh, I forgot. I had I had this whole thing kind of thought out in my head, but I, for some reason I remember saying to myself, "Why don't they have Triple H do that with Finn?" Right. Because Finn also came from NXT. Finn is also a Triple H guy, so... Um... Yeah, but I think Seth already and it does, has the story. It doesn't make so much sense, though, with with Seth, because they had their own issues before. Yeah, um... I don't know, I think it makes sense, because a few weeks ago, it was, you know... Triple H is Seth Rollins backstage, and Triple H kind of said, I'm not going to give you an opportunity until I see the real Seth Rollins back. Yeah. Um, And I think that... I think that works even in the character of Triple H not liking Seth Rollins. Hmm. What about him two-sweeting 
Finn Balor, but never putting a cosign on him. Um, How about that? <laughs> I have nothing to say. It's because he has to ask his father-in-law's permission uh, first. Yeah, but that was a really Dean good Ambrose line. Said. That was a really good line. You see, and this is where I'm kind of hurt that Dean Ambrose isn't renewing his contract because I feel like this is Dean Ambrose's best work. Like, this run since he returned, this is his best stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, opinion. it is. Um, yeah, away from the shield, yeah, it is. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It's a shame that he's leaving after this run. Um, If the rumors are true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but do you think, because we still got until after April, I would imagine it would be after Mania. Do you think they're setting up for a Triple H, Dean Ambrose feud for Mania? Uh, I'd like to see that, but I'd also like to see a Dean Ambrose, Nia Jax feud. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, it was kind of weird. It's been a weird backstage stuff. I guess he was interviewed after that, and he was like, yeah, Tamina's a good girl. We used to drink up and down the road together. She's, a, she's a, I don't know what she's doing fraternizing with Nia Jax. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, that's weird. Um, and then he kind of, like, made an excuse <laughs> yeah. as of why she would hit him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, she probably just tripped and ran into me. Yeah. A little weird. Funny, but... Funny, weird, confusing. Yeah. Yeah. He's an actual lunatic fringe. So, um, then what what do we move to next? What else happened on Raw? So from Ronda's highlights to her lowlights, what was happening with that promo? This all right? This I'll tell you what was happening. She's with that going promo. down. Are you talking I about the first she, one? Talking about before Bailey came out. Yeah. So what had happened is she doesn't have crowd control. That's right. Um, and that's something that the other women have right. and other men have is they understand that the mic is theirs. They are louder than the rest of the arena to a certain degree. And the crowd got the best of her by chanting Becky and, and uh, booing her. And Do you booing think her. Yeah. this is the beginning of her? The, the pressure's on. I'll tell you I, that much. I, and I hate... I hate to call it this, but the Roman Reign effect. Do you think this is the beginning of her Roman Reigns effect? No, 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 not no. at all. This is the you think beginning. It was a one night. Uh, no, it's not a one night. No. The thing is that they have to turn her heel. Okay. That's the thing, because if they run with the idea of she's supposed to be the baby face in this story, it's only gonna hurt her promo that much. Um, okay. And if and I kind of feel like. Uh, they they explained that to her backstage that she's going to turn heel because she's still working baby face in the first promo, right? Yeah. And she's still cutting a baby face promo and it's tough for her to get through it with the crowd going off. And um and then when the when Becky comes out, the pop was oh my gosh. You want right. to talk about pops. The crowd exploded because I'm pretty sure that was the biggest surprise of the weekend that Becky would be on Raw. Right. Especially, Especially because Triple H earlier in the night said, oh, Becky will have her chance tomorrow night to make yeah. a decision. So when Becky came out and cut the amazing promo she cut, and then Ronda then goes off, that second promo that she did was amazing compared to the first because she spoke over the crowd yeah, instead it was, of um, letting the crowd cut her off yeah it was night and day the promos um and i think and that promo was felt like a heel promo it 
definitely did. I don't. I don't think Rhonda has a good enough grasp on heel and face and how she should react to the crowd if she's a face or if she's a heel or I think Ronda Rousey is reacting to the crowd as Ronda Rousey the person and not the character which she needs to fix she needs to react to them as the character yeah because can you imagine if oh yeah that could really hurt somebody can Um, you imagine if when Roman was getting booed out of every arena he would stop in the middle of the promo and be like oh you guys really got me this time yeah that'd be a little weird yeah yeah I think <laughs> I, I even forgot that she said that. Um, but no, yeah, I think if they haven't already addressed that with her, that they really need to, they fix, that. Need to fix that. Yeah. Um, because I think I think one big thing that helped me realize to like that whole the the reason I was able to put that together of. She needs to understand that she has the mic. She has yeah. the control of the the crowd. Is um, I don't remember who was in the ring. I, oh, it was Baron Corbin. Uh-huh. And Vince was in the ring. And he would keep stopping because the crowd would boo. But I think he was doing it because he knew that he could get that crowd to boo louder. All right? But Vince pointed out, you have the mic. You're louder than them. He pointed that out, right, and yeah, yeah. that came... That was definitely Vince McMahon, the person, telling Baron Corbin. Yeah. The person. But I think Baron Corbin was doing it because he knew he could get a bigger crowd reaction if he would stop talking yeah. and let them boo. Right, because you stop, go, stop, go, yeah. stop, go. They're going to get louder and louder. And yeah, louder yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I think maybe that's what Baron was trying to do, right. and Vince read it as... You're stopping because they're getting louder. Yeah. Um... And that, I think if Vince could explain that to her, like, hey, you have the mic, you have the control of the crowd. If they get louder and keep booing, you complete your promo as you were supposed to. Yeah, because she was definitely pausing in hopes that they would stop. Yeah. You're not going to control a wrestling crowd by just stopping. No, no, talking. Yeah. Because they don't want dead silence. No. So they're going to keep booing or cheering Mm -hmm. or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Until you start talking again. Yeah, this is not the Warriors. Where you just, <laughs> can you do it? And then and everybody, everybody just, just shuts up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, one thing I do want to say, though, we've been very critical about um, Ronda Rousey having the whole Roddy Piper gimmick. And I could probably play devil's advocate of both sides of this argument that I'm about uh-huh. to say is. We love it when Sasha comes out and has an paying homage to Eddie Guerrero with her gear, having the flames for Latino heat. We love it when Bailey comes out with the macho man tassels. Even this week she came out and it said uh, Bailey in what would be the madness font when he was uh, with NWO. Mm Mm-hmm. We love it when they do that. <laughs> we are very triggered. Yeah, you're when... a very devil's advocate right now. Yeah, we love it um, when uh, when they do it. We hate it when Rhonda does it with the Piper thing. And I have and I have the response to this because I have, I saw this. No, no. I know what you're going to say. Okay, well then say it for You're going to say they built their character first. No. And, no? no okay. I'm, gonna, I'm saying that their whole character isn't no, yeah, those little sense. details. Well, yeah. Ronda's whole character, her entrance, 
you know, graphics, which she can't control, of course. Mm-hmm. But her entrance graphics, her nickname, her attire, her... I mean, I, I don't care about her the name of her move. I think it's cool that she... But, see, that's where it's good. Naming the move after Piper versus, you know, coming out in the whole get-up every single yeah. week. I think it would be a little excess if, like... Sasha came out in a lowrider, or yeah. if, um, but who's to say she won't Bailey... do that eventually one time? Um, like just for she did come out on a car once, but I think Mania. that's different. But all right, that was so... because of the boss character. That's the boss. Yeah, but like if Bailey started saying "Oh yeah," or yeah. if or if she, if she <laughs> no, you're right. If he start if she started coming out with a valet, Mister Elizabeth, or you know, and yeah. you know. No, all right, but so here's the thing, though. Sunglasses and the headband. Yeah, you know, but here, a- I understand that, and I, I was also going to say, like, there's the argument that they created their character and uh-huh. then brought in the paying homage to whoever they uh, held as their idols. Yeah. All right? But I'm also a believer of um, imitating your idol mm-hmm. and nitpicking at, hey, you know what? I like this part of it, but I don't like this, so I'm going to remove it. You know what I'm saying? Because she, okay. I don't think she's coming out with the leather jacket anymore, right? She is. She is? I don't know if she did it on Raw. She definitely did on at the Royal Rumble. All right. So, I'm because I think it's more difficult for her because she came from UFC, and now she's coming into something new. So, it would but- be... It'd be difficult for her to just come in with a character, right? Sure. And she was already she already had the nickname of the Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Sure. Right. Um, WWE fans are big marks for nostalgia. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay. So why not just all right? How about we have we kind she had the blessing, right, to do it. In of what to what extent do you mean? To use the gimmick, the Piper in gimmick. In the UFC. I think if Piper were still alive, and I can't speak for him, but I would imagine if he were still alive, I don't think he'd be like, yeah, Ronda Rousey, use my whole gimmick. <laughs> no. The whole gimmick that I created myself for myself, yeah. that I made famous, yeah. that I struggled to make famous. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead and take it all yeah. and use it for your own benefit. Yeah. I think, of course, he's going to say, oh, yeah, you're in the UFC. You're, like, you're a fan of me. Use Rowdy. Go ahead. Yeah. But... Oh, use my gear. Use my yeah, my right. my T shirt and use my design. I think this is a little different. I don't know. I don't think because I mean, if it's okay for her to do it, why can't I become a wrestler and wear tights with flames on it and with a cross that says Latino Heat and come in a in a um. You could. No, I can't. Cause that's not gonna get me over. Because people are like, oh, look at this guy. He thinks he's Eddie Guerrero. No, it won't get you over. But that's the thing. I think I'm I'm a big believer of you take what you you idolize, right? And as you go and become yourself, who you, who you want to be, mm-hmm. you start taking things you don't like about it and replacing it with things you did like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She could eventually be like, you know what? I don't want to wear the leather, leather jacket because... It could be random. It doesn't even have to do with the gimmick. It could because be because leather makes me hot. Yeah, leather <laughs> it, it gets too hot and then sticks to my skin know. when I, I had to take it off. It's too much. And then she could go with the, uh, you know what? I don't want to use the kilt anymore because, you know, it makes me look like a schoolgirl now because I don't wear the leather jacket. So um, I don't know. It, I, I think, think 
if that's the intentions of we're we're rushing you into this because she came in kind of rushed. Absolutely, you know? 100%. Yeah. Um we're just going to let you run with the rowdy thing for now until you start to figure out what direction you want to go with. We're, we'll have to see really. I think she's coming up on a year of her debut match yeah. at WrestleMania. She debuted at Royal Rumble last year. Yeah. Um so she's been here for a year. I think from WrestleMania on, I think is when we should really start seeing how much, how serious they're going to take her run or her career with it. They definitely need to start putting her in constant matches. If it's not every week, every other week. Yeah, for sure. Um, And let her become her own character. But I think as of now, they need to run with the idea that she's turning heel. It's the only way she's not going to break down in front of the crowd. <laughs> um, She definitely needs to turn heel. And I think if that happens, then you have to strip away the Piper stuff immediately. You can't ease into it if she turns heel. Oh, no, 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 no. If you're running the Piper stuff and you're running heel as well, oh, no, it's going to be a dis- Yeah. It's- I don't know. I, Piper um, was one of the best heels of all time. And if you don't wear Piper's yeah. gear and go into that type of energy and summon that that heel work, right? it's not going to... You can get eaten up, you're, yeah. You're not going to do it justice. <clears throat> I don't know. I just... I still wish from the start she would have had her own... I don't have a problem with Rowdy Ronda Rousey shirt. Go ahead. Um, but she should have from the beginning had her own stuff. What, just come out and tap out gear? If you want to be a wrestler, I think any, anybody who's ever dreamt about being a wrestler, they have an idea of what they wanted their look to be. Yeah. You're telling me Ronda Rousey didn't? And all she had to come up with was, I want to be Roddy Brady Piper. Yeah, but how much is it Ronda versus backstage people telling her in what um, direction to go? How I think, much of it is I, think it's, I think it might be split down the middle. Yeah, exactly. You tell so. me if Ronda Rousey doesn't show up to your company, you're going to make her happy? Me? Yeah. Nah, I'm saying, you know what? We're not going to let you be Rowdy Piper because Rowdy Piper was Rowdy Piper and you're Ronda Rousey. And I think that's what WWE needs to figure out. Needs to do. I think they should have done that from the beginning. They should have, but they didn't. I think, I personally feel like we're going to start seeing the removing of little things with Ronda Rousey. You can't sell a Rowdy Ronda Rousey shirt that long. Eventually, everyone's going to buy it, and nobody's going to want it. Right. Right? Right. Um, that's why John Cena has so many shirts. That's why John Cena loves so many colors. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping we come to the end of that pretty soon. We're going up a year of... We're we're leading to a year of her first match debut. So. Right. Um. Anything else on Raw that needs to be spoken Um. About? On Raw... I don't know. Seth Rollins attacks Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I don't I don't think the Raw was really good, but there wasn't anything other than that worth talking about necessarily, spending a lot of time. But Yeah, because we're running Seth we're, makes his decision. Seventy minutes in. Seventy minutes in. Told Jeez. you this was gonna be long. It's gonna be long. Um Seth makes his decision basically, I think. Yeah. Um I liked, I really like Paul Heyman's promo where it's like, Seth Rollins, this is the easiest choice of your career. Yeah. Like, why why can't you make this choice? You don't want to face the beast. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Um, And I liked how it went off. 
with Brock Lesnar still beating up Seth Rollins. And that's yeah. how they ended the show. It felt like back in the day. Yeah. Do you feel like ever since the announcement of the new, new, new era that the product has gotten better? Or is it about the same? Is um, it, What do you think? I want to say yes, but it's also WrestleMania season. Yeah. And I think these last few years they've done a good job at masking what's bad about the product because it's WrestleMania season. Yeah. Um, but I want to say yes. They have gotten better. Yes. Okay. Maybe. I hope so. Yes, um, yes, yes, I do think so. So let's go into SmackDown. I wouldn't say it has been my favorite SmackDown in the last few weeks, but it was all right. But it opened up same as the past three weeks with Becky Lynch opening the show. Yeah. And what a start. Um, once again, Charlotte comes out and does what Charlotte does. Does a promo talking about Becky living in her shadow pretty much and all that. Um, and you just see the smirk on Becky's face. And then she just gives her a stiff one to the face. Yeah. That was good. That was right to the jaw. I had to rewind that (laughs) real quick and just be like, whoa. Yeah. She actually socked her in the jaw. Yeah. Jax could never. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no. But yes. Um, It was great. Yeah, and then they start brawling. I really like the stuff with Charlotte making fun of Becky's leg and Becky getting upset about it. But she can't do anything because her leg's messed up, you know? Yeah. I also like that she left uh, the arena after that. It was like, why won't you get checked by the doctor? And she's like, I've been on the shelf long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes us believe that the injury is more serious than it is. Right. But hoping that it's really not. Yeah. Um, It works with the story of her already being cost the match against Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Due to injury. So she doesn't want it to happen again. Yeah. Even though WrestleMania is like four months away. Three months away. This is way better than them just having a match at Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. All this stuff is amazing right now. Yeah. Who would have known that Nia Jax was such a good booker? (laughs) (laughs) Not only does she curse her own career, but she makes others better by doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's much... I don't want to talk about other than the end. Yeah. Um, just shout out to George Mazan and <laughs> yeah, the guy's pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. All he had to say All was had, like yeah. two lines and, and it was just a great, great segment. Right. Um, let's talk about the end, the presentation of the new WWE title, the new, new, new WWE title. This is, I've never seen anything as bad as that. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, you know what? I actually kind of like it. <laughs> uh, I actually... That's because you're a freaking mark for wrestling belts. Um, yeah, but I'm sure a lot of people who are marks for wrestling belts think it's terrible. But I like it um, because it fits his character. Of course he would not want to wear... I saw a... someone say this belt's better than the spinner belt. and Oh, I no, was... no, 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 no gonna go off yeah no spinner belt was bad but it wasn't what it wasn't worse Spinner belt was probably the best belt ever all right so with this custom championship belt what's your favorite (laughs) custom championship belt um spinner belt 
Spin rope? Okay. The WWE one, not the US title one. The US title <laughs> one was terrible. I actually like the US title one more than the WWE no. one. No. <laughs> in, in retrospect, it's terrible. At the time, it was probably the yeah, best yeah. belt until... Well, it's because it was something new. But the WWE spinner title, and I just loved that it stuck. That it it yeah, hadn't yeah. changed. Yeah. Like, other like, people were wearing it. And yeah. It, There'd be a little modifications here and there, but it was still the same belt. Yeah. <laughs> Triple H with a spinner belt? It doesn't match his character at all. Yeah, that Randy was such Orton a weird time. Belt. Seeing anybody with that spinner belt was like... Yeah. And it's yeah. on their shoulder and it's just spinning and it's like, what is going on? People would probably watch, like, that didn't watch wrestling at the time and just tuned in. <laughs> they were probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> because because at the time when that was introduced it was a lot of spinner stuff going on yeah they had it started with the rims then it 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 just hip-hop culture just made everything spin they had the the chains chains. would have things that would spin i still want the john cena chain gang necklace you would have the watch that had a spinner on it you didn't even have time yeah you just had this (laughs) i think i think i had one that had a money sign on it It you know um Everything spinned in that time, especially yeah. Jeff Hardy. Ooh, man. <laughs> um, wow. Jeff Hardy would have a fun time with this new title. Jeff Hardy held the spinner belt as well. He did. But yeah, a hemp belt a would hemp probably belt be would... one of his favorite. <laughs> he probably saw uh, that thing backstage and was like, yeah, man. I he wasn't even hands scheduled to go into that promo yeah. segment. He was he just, was like, just I like, I got to go out there. <laughs> I got to get a look at this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um so then we go on with a lot of people entering the ring. And it was um, weird because it like cut to pro- like to commercial and then everybody was Yeah. <laughs> uh I think AJ Styles came out and then yeah. cuts cut to commercial and we have um Well, AJ Styles came out and then Randy's music hit but then it cuts to more commercial. Uh, yeah, so then we have Jeff. AJ, Jeff, Mustafa Ali uh and then Samojo was the last one to come out. Randy Orton was in there, Randy and then Samoa Joe comes out. And Samoa he, Joe. He is probably one of the best on the mic right now. We, Man. I think this is one of the categories that jump around, like, best on the mic. But Yeah. I mean, uh, we're always switching. I think it's Samoa just because, Joe you know. is one hell of, a, hell of a guy on the microphone. He yeah. says exactly what I would probably say. <laughs> what we just joked about. He, yeah. He made a statement. Why don't you us. act like this is an AA meeting and shut up? Yeah. Crazy. Um, hundred percent. He has like uh belt, and he wants to smoke. Yeah, he tweeted, "I want all the smoke." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also like oh that he said God. to Mustafa, "You're in a ring full of men. You're a boy in a ring full of men. You yeah. got eliminated by a woman at the Rumble last night, which is uh toxic masculinity." But he didn't say that. Randy said that part about him getting eliminated by a woman. Oh. Uh, then he just said something he like, just you're, said you're a, a boy full of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are you're legends a... or something like that? You're you're a boy in a ring full of legends? No, just men. I don't think Samojo would ever call anybody that's not him a legend. Oh, <laughs> Samojo well, would never. I think he said that once he got in the him. ring. Maybe. Because he fills up the ring when he gets in. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, wow. And then he asks, AJ, how Wendy's doing? <laughs> yeah, and AJ went off. Yeah, uh, and it just starts a huge brawl. Yeah, what. We're in a great time of wrestling. Yeah, pretty good. Um, 
Anything else you want to go? Well, Daniel Bryan gets on the mic and say, I won't face any one of you in the ring. And then oh, yeah. I like the play on words that Triple H, well, you won't, you're right. You won't face any one of them yeah. in the ring because you're actually going to face all of them in Elimination Chamber. I love how quick SmackDown goes with. Yeah. We have the whole SmackDown card figured out for Elimination Chamber. Yeah, SmackDown <laughs> is like something happens and they're like, mm, yeah, that'll happen at the pay-per-view. <laughs> Let's just announce it all. Three yeah. weeks before the actual show, so we could just have good wrestling matches for the next three weeks until right. the go-home. Right. Um, Instead of on Raw, when you get to the pay-per-view and you're like, this match is happening? Yeah. From Raw? What? So, interesting. Um, One thing we haven't spoken about in a while, or haven't brought to the podcast, mm-hmm. Superstar. Superstars of the, of the week. Superstars of the week. Yeah, that's true. We haven't. Uh, uh done that in a while so go for it um i gotta say woman superstar is obviously the man becky lynch yeah you know what actually woman superstar nia Jax, men superstar becky lynch <laughs> that's those are my superstars of the week okay um i'm gonna say women becky lynch mm-hmm. and man nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> so ours is flipped okay yeah because she entered the men's room no uh all jokes aside becky lynch and seth rollins yeah rumble winners yeah yeah so i mean they deserved it and they, yeah absolutely yeah all right so that's the podcast thanks for making it this far um this is our longest podcast yet yeah i believe probably longer than our first episode that we talked about um wrestlemania so yeah yeah, and that one has Alvin Alpha, and if Alvin Alpha is in a podcast, you know it's running long. Yeah. So, um, until next week, once again, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at uh, New Age Rizzle, at Walk with Geo, and at Foreign Object WP. All on Twitter, and leave a review. Um, so yeah, one last question: Is Finn in the picture for the IC title? Finn is getting that title at WrestleMania. Okay.